If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome back to the Jake's Take with Jacob Elishar podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Elishar, the chief content producer and writer of jakestick.com, a pop culture entertainment news website. America's Got Talent is on pause due to the Olympic Games. However, the judges are deliberating on which acts would advance to the Dolby Theater to perform for America's votes. Among the hopefuls waiting for the news is singer Storm Large. Reality TV fans might recognize Storm from her time on the CBS music show Rockstar Supernova, where she became a finalist. Throughout her career, Storm performed at several iconic venues, such as the Kennedy Center and Carnegie Hall. Storm also sang with a plethora of recording artists such as Kading Lang, Pete Martini, Rufus Wainwright, and Rock and Roll Hall of Famer George Clinton. Earlier this season, Storm auditioned on AGT, where her powerful take on I've Got You Under My Skin received four yeses from the judges and has been seen over 3.1 million times on the show's official YouTube channel. I want to give a special shout out to my friends over at Fremantle and NBC for this incredible opportunity. So without further ado, let's go directly to my conversation uh, with Storm. It's okay. How are you today? I'm good. It's my birthday. Woo! Well, happy, <laughs> happy birthday, Storm. And thank you so much for that incredible audition. Thank you. Thanks for watching. All right. So let's get started with our conversation. So when did you get interested in music? And how did that passion evolve into the desire to pursue a career in the recording industry? Um, I was a really lonely, weird kid. And I figured out really early that I, I was a good mimic. So I would imitate animal noises, bird noises, car noises, accents. Um, and then that turned into singing things that I heard on the radio. If I heard an advertisement or if I heard a, if I learned a song in school and I could sound like the voice that I heard. I don't know. I just sort of taught myself to sing that way. And I noticed that when I would sing people were happy to hear it and they were happy to see me as opposed to just being the little punk troublemaker that I always felt like I was. Um, I had something that made people happy. And so I, I just kept doing that when I was probably four or five, I started figuring that out. <laughs> awesome. So now many of, I cover a lot of reality TV. So many reality TV veterans would recognize you from your time on Rockstar Supernova. So how did that mm -hmm. experience help you prepare you for auditioning for America's Got Talent? You know, honestly, nothing prepared for me on America's Got Talent. I, the television show Rockstar Supernova on CBS, Mark Burnett, it was Mark Burnett production. Um, that happened, it, it, it happened so strangely um, a fan had sent in a video, um, of me performing. And so I didn't, I never thought I would, I never thought I would be on TV. Uh, but maybe what, maybe what it did do being on television for three months, which was the show, um, the rock star show, I was on TV nonstop for three months. 
it taught me, you don't know who's watching. You don't know who's listening, um, but there's someone always watching, someone always listening, and you should always represent the very best of yourself if, if possible. Um, and under, under the pressure of reality television and, and in Rockstar, we all live together. So it was like a, like survive, not survivor. What's that? Um, big brother, real world. Yeah. Big brother, a real world. So it's a real life answer, real world and surreal life. Yeah. And so it was, we were being really scrutinized by fans and, and, and TV viewers and people. And I just was like, well, you know, I just was, I was just, was very aware of it. I was also older. I was 30, I was older than all the other kids on the show. I was 37 at the time. And, uh, and, and I already had like a 15 year career. So I, my life is very dramatic, but I'm not very dramatic. But even if I was hungry, uh, hungover, angry, frightened, stressed out, I was just like, someone is counting on me to keep it together. Someone is watching me and rooting for me. And, um, uh, I have to represent, so I have to be strong and, and be cool and kind and gracious. It was just kind of like an added layer. So it, it sort of is a, 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 an intense business, like entertainment business, uh, school to be on TV that long. Um, and so to be on America's Got Talent, I don't really watch television. So I had no idea the impact of this show, um, and so I was, uh, first of all, so overjoyed to be around other performers, but um, also really thrilled to find that despite the size and scope of this show and the reach of this show, how gigantic the audience, how successful the show, absolutely everyone working on that show from the catering people to Simon Cowell to the big stars on the show, all of them are just rooting for you, rooting for every artist, rooting for every performer. They're kind, they're supportive. Um, even if they didn't like an act, I was really surprised. They were very compassionate and, you know, still rooting for us. So I, I, I don't know. I was really pleasantly surprised. I'm happy to hear that about America's Got Talent. That's why I go for to America's. I choose America's Got Talent a lot as I cover reality TV because Unlike the Survivor, the Challenges, the Big Brothers, there's a little too much toxicity in it. But however, AGT, what I like about the most is people are rooting for you and the support of that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's, it's, nice to, it's nice to be on a show, to be associated with a show that is so positive. And, you know, there's so many kids and young people and even older people who have always sort of dreamed of, of singing and uh, performing. And um, I think someone like me, who's, I just turned 52, literally just today, uh, I've been doing this for 30 years, um, but no one's, people are like, who is Storm Large? Who, who is this 51? Well, why have we never heard of her? And I, I want those kids out there watching the show to know you can have a viable career in music and not be famous. And when I was young, I was, I was fat. I was punk rock. I, I had, you know, I had a good voice, but I wasn't cool. I wasn't hooked up. I, I didn't have anybody in the music industry in any part of my family. It was just sort of a, I decided to start playing music because really honestly, it was the, the thing that I did 
the one thing that I did besides cooking that created joy around me. And I had a really sad, hard childhood. And so if I could do anything to create some joy around me, um, that was such a, a blessing and such a gift. And it, and it honestly kept me alive and out in the audience there are, you know, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of kids going, God, I'd love to be on TV one day. And to them, I say you, yeah, maybe you will, but start now. If you have a, if you have some, if you have a story to tell, you have a song to sing, you know, somewhere out there, there's like a, like a, a queer girl in a wheelchair out somewhere in Indiana. And she's got this love song in her heart yet unwritten. And she doesn't have the confidence to get it out because someone's telling her, well, you're not cool and you can't walk and you're, and you're gay. And what are you going to do? And, but she might have the song in her heart. That's going to save the world. You know what I mean? So I, I want to inspire those kids. I think you're inspiring a lot of people with your song. And like, by the way, your transformation of I got a, I got you under my skin, a classic American, great American songbook, classic. I really loved it. I loved your vocal arrangement. Can you describe to my audience about your arrangement process? Um, well, I worked, I've worked with my business partner and piano player, James Beaton, uh, in Portland, Oregon for 20 years. And um, he and I used to be in a band called The Balls. And what we did was we took classic songs from punk rock, heavy metal, uh, the songbook. And we would um, not change them because kind of all of these songs are already perfect. We picked them because we love them. Um, but he was working on this different harmonic piano approach to I've Got You Under My Skin. And so when I heard it, I was like, oh, oh, because it, 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 it takes the song that everybody knows so well um, and, and it's it's kind of the it's kind of the the curse and the gift of the pop song. You know, like a song is a hit song and you hear it so many times, you just sort of start to take it for granted. It just passes you by. You know how it ends. You know, the high points, you know, the low points. So what I did was I took the lyrics and and we reimagined them to be more accurate to the urgency and the desperation of the lyrical content, which is. You know, I would I would sacrifice anything, come what might, for the sake of just having you near, despite a warning voice that comes in the night and it repeats in my ear. You're a fool. You know, it's just like this love this love story might end horribly, but when you hear the traditional iteration of it, it's like, hey, it's okay. I just kind of like you and na na na. But digging into those lyrics, it's like, no, this is. This is desperation. This is unrequited love bordering on unhealthy, it, that, uh, desperate. That performance reminds me a lot because I'm a reality TV veteran. It reminds me, hearing you describe that reminds me of watching Haley Reinhardt's I Who Have Nothing on Idol when Gaga was there. And they actually transformed into a, like a stalkerish Edith Piaf tragedy. So oh, wow. it reminds me I don't watch TV, so I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was absolutely amazing. I will make sure that <laughs> I highly recommend you go watch. Type in Haley Reinhardt, "I Who Have Nothing," and you'll be blown away. Storm. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I love it. I love to be blown away. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over forty. 
they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> All right. Speaking of being blown away, we got to get back to the feet, to the fan base because you receive so many incredible love from the judges. And the, and can you describe that, not just the judges, but also from the America's Got Talent fan base as well? Oh, God. Well, I was really scared, honestly, because I... I didn't expect to be on TV again. Um, And though I don't watch a lot of television, everybody knows who Simon Cowell is. And he doesn't have a reputation for being warm and fuzzy or, or fairly like easily impressed. He's an, he's a, he's a pop music phenom and he's, he's just seen it all done it all. So I was like, well, you know, Terry, Terry Crews is super nice. And, I, and, and you know, it's probably just going to be great that I get to do this and um, we'll see what happens. And uh, hopefully I just assumed that, that, that Simon Cowell wasn't going to like me because I'm kind of rock and roll and I'm older. And uh, um, and I was I was shocked. I was shocked that I that he was as effusive as he was. Um, and I, I actually just kind of started crying. And it was it was just an interesting thing. I wasn't I wasn't expecting it. You know, when you when you're in front of people like when I play in New York City, when I play at Carnegie Hall, when I play at Kennedy Center, those people see the best of the best of the best of the best. So whenever I show up to something like that, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not worthy. Oh, oh, God. And I but I I really just fire up myself and I'm like, OK, large, you could do this. You're here for a reason. And, and just, just blast to the rafters. And if they don't like it, whatever, you know what, you could still, you still put a smile on a lot of people's faces and that's, that's worth its weight in gold. I was not prepared for how well I was received. And, and honestly, a lot of times when someone's head pokes up and you get like a big blast of attention, um, people start pouring out the haterade, you know what I mean? But there was so little negativity online. I was shocked, which is another testimony to America's Got Talent. It creates a really positive, supportive fan base. Uh, there was very little uh, sniping or, 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 or negative uh, comments online. I was really impressed and really, um, really happy. 
I'm really grateful. <laughs> and we are so grateful too, because I love that audition. That was one, probably one of my favorite vocals from the season so far. And also if you can perform on Carnegie Hall and at the John F. Kennedy Center for Performing Arts and, and amaze that crowd, then you will do wonders on AGT. Yeah, but it's, it's, but it's different. Cause I mean, TV and pop music and co like commercial stuff has never been my forte. Uh, I've always been kind of underground, kind of punk rock. That's why people are like, who is Storm? And you know, who is this? Well, how I could tell sort of, I, I didn't, when I was on stage, I couldn't see the judges' faces so much because of the lights. But when I watched the show, looking at Simon's face, I could see him just kind of being like, what? <laughs> where, where, where did you come from? And I've just been, I've been everywhere. And, um, and, but it's, I never wanted to be famous. I just wanted to be good. Um, and so every, every stage, be it, uh, be it a tiny little like punk rock club somewhere in, in Seattle or, or America's got talent stage or, or the Kennedy center or the Hollywood bowl. I'm, I, my heart thrums with gratitude that I get to do this at all. And I will always show up and just try to try to live in the understanding that I, I deserve this and I have to still show up better than I showed up last time better than I showed up last time, stronger, happier, more like project more joy and, and just, just be part of the, part of the light. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Now I have a hypothetical I want to throw on you. Uh -oh. Now if, if you make it to finale night and Terry announces that you won season 16 of America's Got Talent, how would Amer winning America's Got Talent change your life honestly I, I i i don't know um i think i think i'd go to i well i'd cry a lot i'd cry and cry and cry so maybe it would change it would change the way people feel about me when they see me ugly cry but um i don't know how it would change my life i think you know every morning you wake up your life's a little bit different i mean yes this is a lot more dramatic but um I, I don't know. What do you think? Believe me, I have seen so many, this show has changed so many people's lives. And I have talked with all of them and every single alum that I spoke with always speaks positive about their AGT experience. Oh yeah. Well, they're all awesome. And I mean, it's already changed my life, you know, just even if, um, cause we still don't even know if I'm going to progress to the live shows still. Um, so it's sort of this weird limbo, uh, position to be in, but that audition already changed my life. You know, I get to talk to you. I, I, I was written about in good housekeeping, whoever knew, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so wild, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, my life has already changed. So I think when, I mean, change is inevitable. And when it comes, if it's a challenge, you get through that challenge or over or under or uh, oh, like just pound through the challenge and you're, you're changed and your life has changed. And hopefully you take those experiences and spin them to gold, even the painful ones. Um, so I, I, yeah, I, I, there's no predicting how the ripples of this or, uh, you know, future 
um, appearances might change my life or affect my life or anyone else's. Um, but I, I, I already feel so positive about my experience thus far. And this is, if that's it, I'm still incredibly grateful and changed. And we're so happy you're able to share this gift with us. But my final question is this. Okay. AGT announced that it has opened auditions for season 17. If you had the opportunity to meet with fans who are interested in auditioning for AGT, what advice would you share with them? Oh, um, whatever you do, just make sure it feels real. Don't go in to any audition, AGT or otherwise, trying to sound like somebody that, I mean, we all have heroes. We all have people that we admire, the people we look up to. Um, your voice is unique. Your talent is unique. Even if you do the same kind of ventriloquism or you have very similar magic to someone else or you have a, a similar kind of background in music or whatever or approach to music, Whatever you do, do what feels absolutely 1000% authentic to you because you're bringing yourself to the audition. You don't have to, you don't have to be anyone else. You're there because of you. So we all know when we're being snowed or lied to or sold something, don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to yourself because if you're going to get the chance to have this amazing experience, Better for you to experience that as opposed to you pretending to be someone else experiencing that. I totally agree. And Storm, on behalf of the entire, uh, my entire audience, I want to say thank you so much for taking time of your schedule to speak with me. We are so grateful that you have come to audition for America's Got Talent. And we are crossing all of our fingers, toes, for to see if you make it to the Dolby Theater live shows. I hope so. And please also keep rooting for my little brother, Jimmy Harad, who is just his his heart is as incredibly beautiful as his voice. And I love him so, so much. And I know all of you do, too, now. So uh, keep rooting for him as well. We will. We will. Thank you so much. I hope this is not the last time we speak. Good luck on your journey. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me on your show, Jacob. Thank you. And that was my conversation with Storm Large. I hope that the judges select her to perform on the Dolby Theater stage. AGT returns August 10th with brand new episodes on NBC. And you can also catch them on the Peacock streaming service. If you missed an episode of the Jake's Take with Jacob Elishar podcast, head to our Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Spreaker and Deezer pages. Just type in Jake's Take with Jacob Elishar, J-A-C-O-B-E-L-Y-A-C-H-A-R. Once again, Jake's Take with Jacob Elishar, J-A-C-O-B-E-L-Y-A-C-H-A-R. Are you on social media? Because I'm on social media too. Visit my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube channels. They're all under Jacob Elishar, J-A-C-O-B-E-L-Y-A-C-H-A-R. The blog that started it all, jakes-take.com, is celebrating a decade this year. We hit our 10th anniversary mark. If you want to see all my America's Got Talent covers since Season 7, which was 2012, head to jakes-take.com. Once again, jakes-take.com. And if you're financially able to, please consider heading over to our PayPal page. I create all the interviews, ask all the questions, 
And not to mention, create all the the product content that you hear and read and see. If you're financially able to, I totally, I totally appreciate it. But if not, I totally understand. Just save the podcast and just subscribe and on to the podcast and on social media. Have a great day, everyone. Goodbye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.